Hello, so welcome to the Summer in Time podcast, everybody. Um, as you can hear, I'm a bit under the weather. So we were planning to record some podcasts this weekend, and um, unfortunately, two of us are very sick, so we're not going to be able to release new episodes this week. But what I wanted to do is put together some kind of a best of episode that's uh, kind of some forgotten gems, so to speak, some some albums that we uh may have not really considered great albums at the time, but going back and re-listening, discovered that they actually are very good albums. Or, in some cases, albums that we'd never heard before that uh, were actually very good for their time. So, uh, yeah, so enjoy this episode. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with episodes featuring bands like Faith No More and Testament and Rollins Band and Ramones. So we got some good stuff coming up. But in the meantime, enjoy this Best of episode. Brush your teeth with this. You know, we could take the makeup off. I'll bet you we could take the makeup off and it wouldn't make any difference. You're crazy. We're going to take the makeup off? You're nuts. Mellifluous. What about the Alice in Chains action figures? Yeah, I've been making some of me for the chicks. Just a taste of what's going to happen to the rest of your stinking planet. Your civilization is obsolete, my mind was. Gee, we could take off the makeup. I mean, basically, when we started, we started as a band. We started to play rock and roll, and that's what we could do. Without the makeup, I think you're nuts. I think that's good. Why well, I want a shot to you anyway! There is similitude. Ricky, quick. Will you try to fix my puzzles? Let me see your cigarette lighter. All right, ramblers, let's get rambling. This is episode seven, um, and this is a this, we're going to continue talking about 1988. So if you think about an album from 1988 with seven in the title, it's a heavy metal album. There's clearly one album that you got to be thinking of, right? Well, I mean, I would even go so far as to say, I mean, if you're thinking about heavy metal, I mean, there's one band above. That's true too. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I think you Ford brothers would, would say there's maybe a separation between, you know, a certain American band. But if you're talking European, we're talking about, yeah, European, I mean, yep. there's one band yeah. above. It's clear. And that band is? It's Halloween. Of course it's Halloween. And the album is Keeper of the Seven Keys Part 2. That's right. It's the sequel to Part 1. You hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, Part one, fuck that shit. <laughs> I know. We're talking about part two. Yeah, part that's two. A, that was not 88. No, 80. probably. It's probably 87. It was 87, yeah. Because I have both of them. You're the only person alive that still does. I don't I know. I mean, uh, no. There's, uh, they're considered power metal classics. <laughs> that's what I think. What the fuck is power metal? I mean, uh, I remember there, there was there was an interview with Ozzy Osbourne where he, he just flat out went on. I think it was like during the uh, the Lollapalooza stuff, but it was just like there's all these different kinds of metal. You know, there's you know bathtub metal and and, and grunge metal. I don't know what the hell. Like, what is power metal? Somebody give me a definition. When listening to this album, I was quite impressed, but it just sounded like '80s metal to me. It's uh well ask Pantera they wrote an entire album. <laughs> Oddly enough, that was not a power metal album. <laughs> this album is more powerful than that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I would yeah. say it's that sort of epic sound with uh, 
uh, operatic vocals, maybe. You know, like this very big, epic-sounding music with a proper this did singer. Sound a bit theatrical. Yeah, kind of theatrical. That's a good word for yeah. it. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I think that's well, that, the defining. I think. Um, I think when we were kind of texting each other about this album, Joe had mentioned that it's kind of a mix of Queensrÿche, Maiden, and Queen. And the, the Queen part of that is definitely the, that's where the kind of theatrical part of it comes in. Yeah. And I can hear that too. Like, um, the song Rise and Fall is total, like, you know, dramatic. Yeah. You like actually, that song and I do not. <laughs> I like that song. I'm sorry. I, I dig that song. Oh, God, it's good. I don't like it. Don't it's very sorry. cheesy. Don't be sorry for liking something. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cheesy. And, yeah. you know, I get that there's moments in there that are like, you know, it's the lyrics are dumb. I get that. Yeah. Which song are we talking about? Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall. Mm. Oh, go back and- man. That is a special song right uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that chant. <laughs> it's really, it's embarrassing. They're all, I think the whole band's probably singing at that point. They are, yeah. Sometimes you're wrong, but something you have done. You see, Peter's too strong, nothing's gone. It's awesome. But that see that reminded me of ridiculously cheesy way. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's eighties metal. I mean, there's gonna be some cheese. Well, part of me, I see. I had part one before I had part two, and I was expecting part two to be just part two. uh, You know, part two. So I didn't expect there to be a cheese ball (laughs) song like this. Well, part one, you're right. It's probably very serious. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just straight heavy metal, hard rock. You know, power metal, and then this second one, which was probably overall a better album, but it has this goofy, what the hell is happening song. <laughs> I didn't, this and Dr. <laughs> yeah. Steen, and where you're like, what? what? Early in the, in the album, too. It's, it is, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't think there was a song I disliked on this album. Really? Yeah, me either. Was, I, I really dug it. Like, it's really, it's and a great I, It took me back, like, this, this album, of all the ones we've done, I, I, we can all admit that we kind of forgot about this album. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't on any of our lists. Yeah. No, it should have been. And I think, well, yeah, I don't it know. Have been. I don't know if forgets the word, but because um, I didn't even think about it, like I didn't even know it existed, hmm. right? Until this, right? Right. The eighty-eight albums. Yeah, I think there was a list, another list that Tim found. I did. Yeah, or someone. I found a list yeah, and I texted. I said, "Look at these eighty-eight albums," and it was like Lita Ford and yeah, some right. other. Like that's not metal. And then I saw Halloween. I said, "I don't think that album's going to hold up." Because right. I remember playing it maybe three or four years ago, and I. I don't know. It was okay, but for whatever reason at the time, I just wasn't that into it. And then yeah. I went back and played it again. And I said, "Holy shit, this is really <laughs> <Yeah>. good." <laughs> it brought me right, like I said, it brought me right back to '88. Like I, yeah, I, I haven't yeah. heard. I mean, it's probably been a good ten years, maybe more, yeah, since I've listened to Halloween you know, for more than two minutes. I, I <laughs> at uh, Halloween time, I'll actually put on the song Halloween by Halloween yeah. just because it's, you know, like, yeah. I have a, a playlist that has all these different Halloween songs, and that's in there. Uh, and that's the only time I listened to, to Halloween. Uh, so I wasn't expecting much either. And then I put it on and I was like, damn, this album's actually really good. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing I was talking to Eric about before we get started here is this is a band that I never even gave the time of day to. I never listened to a goddamn single Halloween song because 
that name is just um i mean it just i it wouldn't even terrible. give it the, the, the yeah exactly but, it's very cheap but, they, um, but i was wrong this album i was i went into this like wanting to slam this and find <laughs> something wrong with it there ain't nothing i mean the lead and the rhythm just feed off of each other yeah. the the vocalist has got i mean his range oh, is, is is phenomenal yeah. i mean the, the the, the talent of this band is is something to something to just kind of behold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a good word. Behold. Yeah. You, you mentioned the vocalist, and that's funny because one of the things that Joe said, he mentioned they sounded like Queensrÿche, and I didn't think much of that. But then when I I listened to the album again with that in mind, and I could totally hear Jeff Tate actually. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, holy shit, that does sound like Jeff <laughs> yeah, Tate. It's like Jeff Tate and Bruce Dickinson combined. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. And they're German, so there's <laughs> sometimes. <Yeah. it's, laughs> what I was going to say, they're German, so maybe they're ESL, and you got to give them a little bit of a break on Halloween. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and this is the, the vocalist. I believe this was his second album. Like, yeah, his, his first one was the part one. Yeah, but yeah. apparently this guy was also really young. Yeah, he was really young. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Michael Kinsey or something. Uh, like that? I think it's. Yeah. Kiske. I have the album here. Kiska. Yeah, Kiska. 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 So. Yeah, Kiska. Yeah. Yeah, he's. He's really good. How creative to put a pumpkin jack o' lantern. I know. <laughs> Probably in all their albums, right? Yes. I mean, I think yeah, that was their mascot. That's their mascot. You know, you got Vic, you got, you know, Rattlehead. And you have an evil Eddie. pumpkin head. Yeah, and then you got this weird fucking pumpkin looking thing. It's just like. <laughs> uh, I mean, what else are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, come up with a, a better band name and a better well, logo. Yeah. You kind of have I mean, to have had, a pumpkin head. If they had, I may have actually given this band a listen and I. Would have enjoyed that. Yeah. I always think of the video for the song Halloween. Oh, the one yeah. that's, you know, the actual song is like 13 minutes, but the video yeah, is like five. Yeah. So but there's <laughs> in the beginning, there's the guy with the giant pumpkin on his head. He's like, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so <laughs> cheesy. It's glorious how cheesy it is. But so yeah. well, that's the thing. We're, we're glorious. We're, we're talking about we like the album a lot, but it's not a deep, like, and as uh, Henry Rollins would say, it's not an album you would hump. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. no. It's silly. It's definitely it's, silly. It's good. It's not like I'm going to go back and, you know. It's you know, easy metal. It's yeah. one of the few, I did try to listen to more, and it's uh, It's like one of the few stuff. albums, uh, or um, it's got guitar solos. I don't normally get into guitar solos initially when I listen to albums, but the guitar players on this are so good. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 How are they? And they harmonize a lot of their solos. In yeah. Like, wow. This is yeah. yeah. And that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. why I think. Everything else they did failed because the guitar player left after part two. And everything else besides these two albums just – well, he was in the band before the Keeper of the Seven Keys stuff, but it was okay. They didn't have Mm -hmm. this singer, so it wasn't quite as good. Then he left, and the album after this was almost a different band. It was so bad. And I think that's generally Mm -hmm. regarded as true across the board for everybody. Like, yeah, they had two really good albums, and then that's pretty much it. Hmm. Which sucks because this album's <laughs> really good metal albums. Well, so should we? Uh, should we? Should we drop the facade? Probably should by now. <laughs> Halloween, what? good. What facade album? Couple of good albums, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> so yeah, there, there's a there's a better seven album for me. Yeah, it? slightly better. Slightly better <laughs> by a little oh. band called Iron Maiden. Oh, did we do a? We tried to do a swerve. <laughs> <laughs> Did we trick you guys? Flip you. Thanks for not turning it off at this point. 
<laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, really. If you're still with us, if you haven't thrown your phone out the yeah. window. If you if you hit fast forward. Good? Fuck these guys. <laughs> so, what do you want to do next? Um, yeah, what do we wasp? want to do next? Mm-hmm. Wasp. Wasp, okay. Wasp, just because okay. that's next on my windows here. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Wasp. Uh, Headless Children is the album. Uh, let me get some stats and stuff on this. So, uh, Wasp are, what are they, an L.A. band, I think? Yeah. 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 Uh, Blackie Lawless is the, what's interesting is he's lead vocals on this album, but it says rhythm guitar, but I also know he plays bass live. So yeah, he plays I bass. thought he was the bass player. Well, it says on, on yeah. Wikipedia he plays rhythm guitar on this album, too, and then there's another guy who plays bass on this album, Johnny huh. Rod. Johnny Rod. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound like? I mean, it's better than Dick Rod. One of our one of our gang from school is Johnny, and he was nicknamed Johnny Rod because of Johnny Rod. <laughs> Maybe he was a wasp. Yeah, he was. Uh, Johnny Rod. Fr- Frankie Benali on drums, Ken Hensley on keyboard, and uh, Chris Holmes on lead guitar. Which oh, Chris Holmes. If anyone's ever seen. The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. Yep. What? Why was he? If you I, haven't seen, seen that, go watch Was that. Wasp on that? Yeah. Well, well mostly. Was. Yeah. Chris Holmes was mostly. He was in a whole interview with him in his pool. It was the weirdest interview. He's in a pool on one of those oh, little, yeah. like, inflatable bed things or whatever you want, you know, inflatable yeah. chairs. And he's, he's, like, drinking vodka straight, like an entire. He's dumping it on his face. Liter of vodka. Yeah. Just. But it's like. I mean. Pouring on himself, isn't he? Beyond yeah. wasted. And his yeah. mom is sitting by the pool the yeah. whole interview. It's just the weirdest why? interview. It's just the strangest thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Rock and roll so why is this? and over the top. You know? But why is and his just, mom there? Yeah, that was the weird part. Like, <laughs> why? And he's incoherent. Like, he's not being innocent. Oh, he's... Beyond blasted. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. That's unfortunately that's probably what Chris Holmes is known best for. <laughs> Even probably. though the guitar work on this album is pretty damn good. Like, yeah. yeah. There's really some really a lot good of good riffs. Yeah. 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 It's a great fucking Lita Ford is on this album. Uh, it's a great rock and roll album. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. She's I well that. she's a ba- she does backing vocals on Thunderhead, right? Huh. Yeah, it's all all the ba- there's a whole bunch of extra people on Thunderhead. There's a ton of, yeah, there's a ton of backing vocals on the song <clears throat> Thunderhead, but huh. she's on there too. Um so this was released in uh, 89, obviously. Two, two days ago in uh, 1989. Yeah, that's right. Um, on Capitol Records. <laughs> it reached number 48 on the Billboard charts, which is pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to have gone higher than that. It was, I mean, it was quite a... It was quite it's a, probably their... Is, is this their most popular album? Best-selling album? It should be. I don't know if it is or not. I didn't see that on Wikipedia, but it definitely should be because it's definitely their best album. Yeah, we I mean, put a lot album, of research into this. We go to Wikipedia. It's, <laughs> it's, it's well, yeah. <laughs> um, I keep looking it, up and to the left because there's actually, ironically enough, a wasp in here. <laughs> Very scary. There's a wasp. Are you allergic? No, Good. it's just irritating. Um, <laughs> anyway, so let's, sorry. I let's, think it's their most popular album because it's the only one of their albums I ever owned. <laughs> so based on your yeah, my, it's <laughs> got to be collection. <laughs> That's one more than they would have had. You right? Sure. It's, 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 it says here it was the it was the first one to sell poorly, but it's their most critically acclaimed, and then and then actually mm. did better. Huh. Good. Then I don't have to buy more. Yeah. 
play a little bit of them, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. People know. Sick. Yeah. I love his voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. This singing kind of reminds me of the big F a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I think his voice could fit in with just about any metal yeah. genre. Yeah, like he could be a good thrash yeah, vocalist. He could be. Yeah. You know. I, I was just thinking that's that's how you do heavy metal vocals without screaming too much. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds gruff, but he's not. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not. It's not that irritating. High screaming. It's, like, it's it's a deep yeah, growl, yeah, yeah. guttural, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's yeah, in key, yeah. but in yeah, in key. On and key he's got and some vibrato going on there, like he can actually sing. So yeah, it's yeah. really it completely it sums up the attitude totally. Of, you know, that's oh yeah, that's heavy metal, and and uh, and, it, and it's kind of fun and exciting, and and, and at the same time, yeah, 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 it's yeah. awesome album, love it. So the, the production on this album is, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's good. Sound. Very good. Which, uh, hey, uh, did you guys get the version with the extra songs on yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I did, but I didn't really listen. Like, I stopped. Oh, those are the, those are the best. <laughs> <laughs> no. Those are some of my favorites. <laughs> really? You stopped That's at funny. the Rebel and the FDG, right? Is that the one? Yeah, I mean, I listened to all of them. But, you know, I listened to the extras at, at some point, but I, when I listened to it again recently, I just stopped at Rebel and the FDG, so... That's, right. so that is the last one. Are we to talk about those? No, no, we can talk about them. Okay. You're, you've all uh, you all spotted the, uh, the the Who cover. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was that's, when that's I when, when I had the album in uh, high school. That was the one. I, that was like the only song I listened to over. Quadrophenia. Did you ever see a film called Quadrophenia, you guys? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I have not. I I do like the Who. I I need to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's good. The bass on this is ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder if <laughs> Johnny Rod. Yeah, it might be Johnny Rod playing me. It's another one of those where I didn't, I'd never heard the original. You know, kind of like uh, Astronomy Domine. I had not, I didn't know the original. <laughs> oh. So to me, this was a new song because I didn't know yeah. the original. So. But yeah, that's a great cover. Um, and I gotta say, you guys might, I mean, this is a bold statement, but the song Mean Man, I would put up with, I would, I would put up against any song on, on, that we're gonna talk about tonight. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's one of my favorite songs of, of this entire collection that we're listening to tonight, the song Mean Man. Like, well, let's uh, hear it. Oh, well, yeah. The chorus in that song, oh, it's so good. It has a terrible, t- terrible song title. <laughs> The lyrics are a little cheesy, but I love this chorus. I agree with you. It's like heavy metal Billy Idol. Yeah. Oh yeah, he said Chewbacca too. So that makes well, automatically makes the song awesome. Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> I swear to God, Darth Vader is on this album. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, in the middle of Thunderhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Will you? What are, they, what are they doing? He doesn't he say I'm know. your father too? Luke or I'm will your you? master? 
That's Maybe what he does. He does say, "I'm your master." I'm your master. I am your master. Tell me about your father. Yes. <laughs> Juan says you killed him. I'm your father. <laughs> I'm your father. Yes. Father. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how much they paid James. Why is Jules with you? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't like Star Wars was super popular in '89, right? Like, yeah. why, why would? It <laughs> well, something not really. that was an obvious Darth Vader yeah. thunderhead. <laughs> like, hey, he has he hasn't been used in a while. We should bring him back. Sure. <laughs> do you, I mean? Do you guys know the story behind that part? Like, that's weird. To me. I, I have no idea. No, I don't know. I mean, I it's, clearly it's like, you know, drug reference, right? So. Is it? Yeah, it's just, I think the whole song Thunderhead is about drugs, right? And I didn't whole, read the lyrics. The whole, and the, the whole, that whole part where he's like, will you do this for me? That's all, that's the drugs basically talking to him, right? Oh. That's what I took from that. Like, deep. D- drugs are going to make you do all this crazy shit, stupid shit. You know? I mean, they don't have to. You're a responsible <laughs> drug user, yeah. Clearly he is. <laughs> Yeah, that's how he felt. Yeah. He was being an idiot because he was addicted to drugs. Is that his story? I don't know what happened to this band. I don't know. I don't know shit about Wasp. Other than whenever I read a book, like a band's, a heavy metal band's memoirs, like they hate Blackie Lawless. Like they all, really? Yes. And the Scorpions, they all fucking hate those two bands. (laughs) Yeah, there was a story in Scott Ian's book. I know you know this, Joe, but. Where uh, they toured, it was a brief tour with Black Sabbath, Wasp, and Anthrax. And it was when Black Sabbath was not with Ozzy or Dio, the singer, who knows what the singer was. But it was a short-lived tour because the audiences just were not there. But mm-hmm. um, Wasp would do their soundtrack first, and they took so much time that they gave no time at all for Anthrax to finish, their, like to do soundtrack at all. Like, oh. Blackie Lawless would stand on stage for an hour just fucking around with his sound and and by the time he was done anthrax had like 10 minutes to do anything so Ugh. and uh you know he and said anthrax probably was opening right yeah yeah anthrax one of the openers the best band is opening on that tour <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> <course>. absolutely <laughs> at least in at least with black sabbath in that version you know yeah but yeah scott ian mentions him a couple times in the book and both times it's all <laughs> negatively <laughs> like, yeah this guy's he a fucking little, arrogant prick yeah know? like a prima donna so, yeah yeah I, mean, I don't know much about Wasp either. I, I just know I love this album. And I don't. I went yeah. back and tried to listen to some other stuff, but it doesn't even compare to this at all. Really? Yeah. This is, yeah. This, is, this is everything I shouldn't like. I mean, being into Maiden and all that lot, the early stuff. This, this, is, mm-hmm. this is everything that Molly Crew would not, in my opinion. I know you like them. This is a totally oh. cheesy LA style album, but. I don't know. It's just in your face and exciting and brash and explodes out. And I just thought, you know, and the saw blade. Me and my mates used to cut out 
cardboard saw blades and attach them to ourselves and <laughs> we'd go to we'd go to parties dressed as Blackie Lawless. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> we found this well, exciting, we should, you know, and interesting, you know. We should probably talk about their, their history with the PMRC because they were oh, one yeah. of the, the big bands that were mm-hmm. targeted by the whole PMRC thing. Um fuck like a beast. I mean Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> yeah, that's shocking. shocking. Tactics. Yeah. Was was the wasp um really does it really mean what we all thought it meant? We are sexual perverts, yeah. right? Yeah. Did, did, did it, oh, did it, did it I mean, didn't even you know I think so, I yeah. That. I think that's what it stands for. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so it's an acronym. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah, because yeah, I see now. W A S P. Well, the album cover is just wasp. But there's no. That's true. Yeah. There's right. No indication. But it was. It was always. It always seemed to be like a rumor to me. I didn't know if you'd heard it as well. What was I, Nike? What or Adidas was all day I dream about sex. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew that because of corn. But oh, I remember that from when we were in elementary school. Oh. Yeah, that was a yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had like six adidas shirts and they were all in different colors and i wore one a different one every day to school in like third grade or something <laughs> so i remember it from that yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean they were you know looking looking at it now it's like these lyrics are so outrageous but compared to what even just like rap artists or, or some of the other like oh yeah you know what they're singing about and what all these other bands and artists it's are singing nothing. about these days is like, and it's a, you know, it's on the radio, you know, don't oh, yeah. cheat with wasp. It's, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of cheesy, you know, fun. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's not on like venom. Yeah, it's kind of like the two, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I took from venom. I, they're, they're, they're just like the satanic version of wasp. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're, ju- they're just doing it to piss people off. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. They're taking the piss. <laughs> right. As, as Paul would say. <laughs> it seems odd now in the 21st century to talk about it. Was it shocking back then? I mean, to me, Wasp just, it made us laugh, you know, and it was just funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it, it was outrageous. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, looking back now, it's like. It's nothing now. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, people don't even. You, a twelve-year-old look at the lyrics on this album and go, "I don't get it. Like, what's the big yeah. deal? Yeah. Like, who cares?" Like, what? I mean, the <laughs> clip you use at the beginning of the show with Barbara Walters, like, you know, that whole thing she's talking about. Yeah, that that uh, newscast was it featured Wasp, or at least it talked about Wasp a little bit. Yeah, it was like you know, well, they had the, music, yeah, the, the was, their first album was the, the cod piece with the like the, the buzzsaw the coming chainsaw. out, chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm just yeah. now looking at this album cover very closely. Have you, have you looked at it? Yeah. Like those children? Yeah, there's Hitler and Stalin and some yeah. KKK guys. Yeah, they Khomeini. talk about that on on, um, on Wikipedia, basically saying okay. the, the cover art is based on Gateway to uh, Stalingrad. Stalingrad. Stalingrad, sorry, my bad. A Gateway to Stalingrad, a cartoon by Daniel R. Fitzpatrick, depicts a string of historical figures, including the Joseph Alcatel. Stalin, Hitler... Uh, Charles Himmler, uh, Mussolini, yeah, Charles Manson, Jim Jones, um, a bunch of you know Ku Klux Klan's on there. Um, it's it's a pretty good album cover now that I look at it. Closer. Later, later editions of the album have replaced. Uh, let's see, later editions of the album have replaced, among others, Khomeini with additional KKK members. Apparently, so. huh? I told Khomeini. It's, it's, it's just a mild shock. Is that, oh, you know. Yeah. 
But then you listen to it, it doesn't sound shocking. I mean, I was listening. No. Yeah, the album cover is way more political than anything on the album, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the lyrics of Headless Children are, but I don't think it deals with any of that stuff. I don't think so. It's fun rock and roll, man. I mean, I I was listening to the exploited album cover. There are all sorts of hardcore punk back then, and that was shocking in in context. But this this in context is just L.A. rock and roll done fast and, you know. Very, very, like, it's almost a thrash album. Yeah, almost, almost yeah. You make that? It's it's pretty close. There's a lot of double basses. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of time changes. It's kind no. of well. I was I was hoping I would like this album as much as I did because I had this album on record when I was like you know 12 years old and I yeah. listened to the hell out of this album. So going into it, I was like, I, I think I'm going to like this album, but it might just be nostalgic because I you know listened to it when I was 12. So who knows? Yeah. But I'm glad to see it holds up as well as it does because it, does. it really yeah. is a great album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it lifted me. I was driving in the car, and, and I remember, you know, you got you got you got your memories and, and, and listening to it again fresh. It was like, yeah, man, this is, you know, this is rock and roll, man. This is this good fun, hard, you know, hard rock. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I will say that I do like the first half better than this. Like the song "Forever Free," I didn't think it was, uh, it was yeah. pretty. It was like their mandatory ballad. Like they had the right up. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, they didn't need yeah. that. Yeah. Nah, probably very so very so. generic sounding. You guys didn't yeah. hear for whom the bell tolls, right? <laughs> it's one of the extra songs. I heard I it. Hear I just it. Don't yeah, it's on Spotify. It. Yeah, yeah, it is on there. It's a good. It's a good song. I just wanted to know if. <clears throat> of course, my first thought to... was, well, hold on, is this a cover? <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, five years later. Yeah, that's that's a... that's one of my favorites. Actually, there. I like War Cry and Lake of Fools too a lot. I, I, I didn't realize when I was listening to the album that there were extras. Yeah. Because they had the uh, iTunes one. Come with it. Yeah, I don't remember this song. But these were really good songs. Like locomotive Breath is pretty much ever. Yeah, I thought so. Who was that by? That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. It is kind of weird that, that they would have an album or a song called that. Yeah. I think that might have been taken. Well, I mean, not that, you know, not that Metallica made up for whom the bolt holes. No, that, that but it's a Hemingway but, novel. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean. But, and he probably didn't even make it up. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably a saying. It's just kind of. Yeah. Does. <laughs> uh, Tweet us if you know the answer. Yeah, us. right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's three more quick points i want to make uh, notes i guess i want to make about this album I'm talking about. hurry up <laughs> this was the last album to feature chris holmes we talked about him earlier but uh, um yeah it's just i think after this because of all of his drug use and and uh alcoholism and all that stuff they kicked him out so um i thought that was interesting um there is a song called neutron bomber and Blackie Lawless confirmed that that is about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> but he says in the song something like Georgie or, or – no, I'm sorry, uh, like Ronnie or something like that. So Yeah, he, and yeah, I figured it must have been about Reagan. But I was like the timing is kind of off. Right, because – Well, he, made, he point, wrote it a couple years before. He, he must have because <laughs> I was like, you're a little late there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says – what does it say? The song, despite most being written about – mostly written about Reagan's presidency – 
was released a few months after his retirement and the election of George Bush Sr. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. And uh, the <laughs> well, last he had a big legacy. Thing. Yeah. Oh, and the song "Rebel" in the FDG FDG stands for fucking decadent generation. Oh, I'm pretty like sure that. that song's good. That's a good song. I like that. Yeah, song, it's man. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like I thought that after Neutron Bomber, it kind of yeah, like the last the three songs after that were okay, and then Rebel and the FDG kind of picked it back up again. Yeah, yeah I, like that song I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said Although the first I, half I, I like a lot it. better. I can't remember. I can't like play it in my head right now, but I know it. The way he's singing this album, if you get like Axl Rose with. Rob Halford kind of like yeah he's it's the most metal like you guys said most metal yeah voice. This, is, this is this is Harley Davidson music this, this is genius. <laughs> yeah that's that is a good it's kind of a badass album they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're trying to sound um, with, with, um, like aggressive but it, it just isn't is it it's just it's just <laughs> it's just Harley music it's just really yeah you know it's exciting it's fun. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun album. If I was on a in a motorcycle gang and did coke all the time, this this is the only thing I'd ever listen to. <laughs> Just play Rebels with the FTG. FTG it does, the it does sound time. like that. Yeah, Paul said that. It's like, like oh, in a yeah, movie. I could see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that Rebel in the FTG. I could totally hear that at like a you know in a movie. biker you know biker gang rolling down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. His voice is kind of like a higher uh, John Bush. Higher pitched John Bush. Yeah. yeah. John Bush, that, great metal voice. Oh yeah, that same yeah. grit. And, uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going to uh, I'm gonna say that uh, Blackie Lawless has almost got the perfect heavy metal voice because we've had a oh, lot yeah. to say about vocals. Uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, listening to you guys and your podcasts. and It's, it's like every, every podcast, there seems to be multiple bands where we're like, the vocals suck, man. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and actually with this one, I mean, ignoring Bruce Dickinson and people like that, but you know, all these other bands. I, I can I can say Blackie is just Yeah, he's got a fantastic voice. Yeah. Yeah. Great voice. It makes it. I mean you could have ruined this. You could have ruined it with the silly screeching stuff, but Oh yeah. This would have sucked without him. Yeah, this this adds to that exciting, you know, well, it, Viking it, music. It, it, it says something about songwriting too, because it's just really good songwriting on this album. Like the songs are really catchy, but they're also heavy. And you know, like Mean Man, it's that chorus is so catchy. Like I was, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, I have kids who are old enough now that I can walk around the house going, "I'm a mean motherfucking man." I guess <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, they yeah. were always old enough. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it's it's. I think it's just good songwriting and good vocalists, good production. It's just. It, it's a great, you know, <clears throat> all around well, say, good package. Yeah, I would say without ever hearing any of their other stuff or uh, albums or songs, or whatever, mm-hmm. this is their best album. <laughs> oh, by far. Oh, I can't, I can't, it's 
So this is uh, Sisters of Mercy Vision Thing is the album. Uh, so you've got Andy Eldrich. Eldrich. Apparently he did everything. He is Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, yeah. So. Vocals, guitar, keyboards, producer, sleeve design, <laughs> additional <laughs> engineering. He didn't play drums? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Drums? Oh, oh, let's get to the drummer. Dr. Avalanche. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Like a wrestler. Yeah. Dr. Avalanche. <laughs> it says Dr. Avalanche drum machine drum. <clears throat> and he's been the drummer for the entire existence of the band. Yeah. And you got, uh, so Tony James on bass guitar. I, on- why do we say he when it's a goddamn... What, Dr. Avalanche? Or Dr. Avalanche isn't a human being. It's a Oh, it's a Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like his nickname. <laughs> no. No, Dr. Avalanche doesn't exist as a human being. It's just a, 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 a drum machine. Oh, okay. That that yes. Well, why the, the fuck did they list him as band, a band member? <laughs> yes. As a joke, I guess. That that is the hilarious thing about this band is it is mainly that guy, <laughs> the singer and Dr. Avalanche, which is merely a drum machine that, you know, he programs. He's kind of like a DJ. All right. There are other band members listed. Tony James on bass guitar, well, Andreas, yeah. Andreas Brun on guitar, and Tim Brecano on guitar. All right. Um, yeah, I like this album. Yeah, I, was, I, uh, I liked it. So... This is another one of those bands that my wife was into and I wasn't. And she actually owns this album. And so I was very excited to let her know that we're doing this album because she, you know, she was like, what? Well, also, you, you probably hate to let her know that you liked it. No, not at all. Oh, okay, good. No, not well, at all. Well, very mature. Well, Eric and Tim, I would love to get your opinion on this one. I mean, I am an old school Sisters of Mercy fan. Like, I actually did not own this album, and I never listened to it. So, really? I know. Huh? Really? I thought you you had this album. I did not know. I never owned this album. Then why the fuck are we talking about it? (laughs) (laughs) Because he was a fan, I guess. I've, I've, I've got, you know, this band has three albums. This is the last one. Didn't own this one. Owned the other ones. Okay. This album... Does not sound anything like the first two. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This is this is this album. Holy crap! Listening to it, I mean, his vocals sound similar, you know, obviously, but um, it's definitely more of a rock album. Uh, You know, there's definitely, you know, kind of a. Is the doctors playing about the same? Hmm? (laughs) The doctors. (laughs) Oh yes, the doctor. Yes, Doctor Avalanche. Avalanche, not Jeep. Evelyn. How he got programmed. <laughs> but um it is it like as an old school, you know, Sisters of Mercy fan with um you know uh, first and last and always and uh whatever the hell the other album is, um, you know, I I love, you know, what is it, nineteen forty nine? That song is just like the epitome of fucking Sisters of Mercy. Floodland was the other album. Floodland, yes. Oh God, Floodland. Uh, but the song for nineteen fifty nine or nineteen forty nine, whatever the fuck it is, fifty nine. It's on uh, Spotify. Yeah, um, nineteen fifty nine. Holy shit! Like that is just like gothic, 
to the nth degree, and nothing on this album is almost gothic at all. This is this is kind of a a rock album. Um, yeah, yeah. Still got his deep baritone, which is you know what defines. I mean, weird if it's high baritone. Did. But uh, I I loved I enjoyed this, but I I do not enjoy it as much as their first two. Hmm. I got a um, really. I got a David Bo- David Bowie vibe from him big yeah. time. Yeah, me too. Like it was Bowie and Killing Joke were like the two bands that I, would, oh, I thought Killing of. Joke. And also, this is for mm-hmm. Keith. Um, the song "More" is a part where yeah. it sounds like the Big F. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it sounds just like the Big F or the Big F. I wouldn't be surprised like if they were big fans of this band too. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear that. Berlin, that yeah. you, you say that, I, I can definitely see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet Berlin, I bet uh, Big F in Berlin were probably into this group. Although they were out kind of at the same time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Same time. Kind of a soul yeah. aspect to it. This was know, with the backing vocals. This was a breath, breath yeah. of fresh air to me. This was really this, uh, this. I was I was almost listening to this. I was I was uh, there was part of me that was like, why the fuck haven't I heard this until now? Yeah, I was kind <laughs> of yeah. mad in a way. Yeah, because yeah. it was so like like I dug it. I dug it enough to be like I should have known this when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't in our orbit. Like, it yeah, wasn't exactly. But it, exactly. But it was this so is, it was so cl- it's so close to something that we would have. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's talk about that because okay. I mean, let's face this: Th- this band is like the goth band. Like when you talk about goth, this is the band, and it really is their first two albums. This album sounds nothing like their first two albums. <laughs> you know. The first two albums are like, you know, more piano oriented, I guess. You know, I mean, it's. Well, should we play a little bit of that? Like 1959, you said that was a perfect example of golf. Oh, yeah, right? go, go, please. I would love to hear some of that. That doesn't sound like golf to me. <laughs> Sounds like Ghost. Yeah. It does, actually. Yes. Which is kind of goth. Yeah. I know my wife has this album too because I recognize the album cover. She's a big fan. I'm surprised Ghost hasn't covered something of this album. Oh, they should. I would love to hear that. I could totally hear Ghost doing this. It's a little low for him, but. It's so boy. It is. It really is. This is off the first album? Second album. This is their second album. Second album. Okay. Floodland. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, check that right good. there is the epitome of the most gothic song that's ever existed. 
<laughs> uh, you know, and this band was just so goth. And, I bet, so uh, I bet Typo Negative I, loved this band. I was going to oh. say, I was going to say that, right? I was going to like, that is so Richard Steele, right? Yeah. For Peter sure. Steele. Peter Steele. Oh, Peter, Peter. Peter Steele, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, mm-hmm. it would have just been a little slower and deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely. For sure, <laughs> you you guys should listen to the rest of their yeah, album. I will. I, uh, we I, will. I, I know. Yeah. I want to now. I, I just. Yeah, I, I want to. That's the, that's the thing that's frustrating about. It. Like, how did we all miss this? I know. <laughs> I mean, well, that, <laughs> what's what's crazy about that, Joe, is you know, I got introduced to Sisters of Mercy by you know uh, John Wood, mm-hmm. you know, Fane, and um, you know, I you know fell in love with. What I heard, and I went out and got uh, Floodland immediately, and holy shit, that is, I'd say, their best album. Um, But even that part there was very, like, Black Parade. Like, it still resonates to, like, fairly recent stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's very, it's this I got some of that, too, sure. Yeah. And I I don't know why this isn't more, did we, is it just... The three of us that missed out, Keith. Like, are we stupid? Like, no, I think yes. just the people we were hanging yes, with. You are stupid. We're listening to metal, and so. um, yeah. I am vastly more intelligent. That's what um, I thought. I thought you might have been more intelligent. I don't know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what would we have thought of this in 1990? I don't think I would have liked it. I don't think I would like it either. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't yeah. know if I would. I don't know. I don't think I, I, maybe, I, don't think may, I would. Maybe mid 90s, I would have. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Man. So. Okay, so we said uh, Bowie obviously, yeah, is in there. When um, the other the other band or the other people I was thinking of was, um, and I wrote it to Eric. I'm I'm, uh, I'm forgetting somebody. I heard um, there's a bit of Frank Black. Yeah, I got a little oh, bit of that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Nick Cave. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. They got that. that, and then. Um, there's one more. Tom Waits. I always put. Tom I don't know. That was, those are the three. Those were. Yeah. Those were three. Yeah, but I can. I can get that too. Tom Waits. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's, let's face it. When it comes to this band, it's a bit more drawn out. It's a bit more dra- dramatic. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, let's talk specifically about this album. Um, I mean, that's one thing. Like the tempo. Of this, you know, we played a little of 1949. Uh, it, you felt how slow that is. This is a lot more upbeat. There's, it's a lot faster. It's there's a driving beat through rock. most of the songs, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's uh, almost a, there's almost a white zombie ish like, like grind of. It's not the same tempo, white but white zombie didn't even exist yet, did it? No, that's not what I mean. I'm trying to just draw a correlation. Like there's. Uh, like White Zombies, um, Astro 2000 kind of had a, you know, like a, a thematic groove through most of the songs. Yeah. And these kind of have that same thing, too. Yeah. Do you, you else feel that? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And obviously this was before, but I mean, like there was a almost industrial type. Well, he had Dr. Avalanche. <laughs> doctor with a K, by the way. Doctor, doctor. It's, it sounds very late eighties. The the sound of it, the drum, the drum machine sound, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the melodies and things. But um, drum machine, it is a drum a, machine. 
Well, it's like it's like rock mixed with soul because you got like these cool background soul yeah. singers. Yeah. And you've got, and I, then you've got this like weird Killing Joke type vocal performance thing that he does every now and then. That's like, what? Did, where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> that was badass. I don't know where it came from. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like this, his distorted vocal thing. You know, these songs should have been like a Quentin Tarantino film, right? Yeah, Heck yeah. Could too, be, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, they, they something fast was probably one of my favorite song on the album, or one of my favorites on the album. And that definitely has like a I don't need Frank Black. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Sounds like Los Angeles, right? A little bit, yeah. Always confidential and hidden from. That sounds just like it. What are we doing? <laughs> he ripped this off. <laughs> I'm at the man. Stand on he was a good man. <laughs> Selling insurance. Mary's left and right. None of them slow down. I see. Yeah, it's Minister David Bowie. Now it's Bowie, yeah. I don't wanna be the last. <laughs> That's Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good though. It's Well put can you do you have do you have that available? Yeah, I'm sure I do. Let me see. God, he really ripped that off. I have no respect for him. Now. <laughs> this is like the fifth time we've played this song on the podcast. But that, that is it, right? It sounded very similar. I, I definitely, I did what I was listening to. It did remind me of that song. Like I, I specifically thought of that song. So I know what you're saying. <laughs> I met a man. He was a good man. <laughs> Sailing in shark. Actually, same chords. Very similar. Making the foreign. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Was this the song? There was a song, I think it was Ribbons, at the end where he's just like screaming. It's fucking awesome. I think it is that one. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Incomer. Great. I love that. <laughs> that's where I was. I think that's where I was like, okay, that's killing joke. <laughs> totally killing joke. And you know, cover. prong covered vision thing, the song, and I, I don't know if other bands have covered this band, but I feel I like some bands it, they should. These songs are all very yeah, cover worthy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here that could be super heavy. Yeah. Yes. Be, Actually, yeah, there's, there's a. Remix on the version I have. Yeah, there's uh, some remix stuff on the. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of versions of this album on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. There's a oh, when you when you don't see me has a remix that's heavier. Hmm. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Like you can hear the. You, basically, it's just the instruments you can hear better, but it, it's heavier. Oh, I see. Here it is. That sounds like Ghost. Oh yeah. That's yes. Ghost. Yes. Oh my God, that sounds just like Cat's Ghost. Oh my God, that's like rats, right? Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and bear in mind, this album doesn't sound like any other Sisters album. He had, he had to have listened to this band. Like, there's no doubt. Well, now I now I know why my wife likes Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they sound just like this band. Should play the uh, the prong version of. 
vision thing? Yeah. The hills, man. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, no shit. Yep. Yeah, Prong should do them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So Tommy Victor knew. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I think um, Kirk Hammett was wearing a Sisters of Mercy shirt. Yeah, I think he was. Interview I saw at some point too. So that sounds right. Yeah. A lot of people knew about him. Just yeah. we didn't. Hey, yeah, not us. Everybody should know about this band. This band is not a metal band. So no. Make no like assertions. We that. have not talked about a metal band yet. No, we no, haven't. We've not. <laughs> I feel We're like they, I feel like they're metal enough though. They are not. But I feel like they, they are. Oh my god. I mean, this what, is uh, what are you, easily you to- their most metal album. Okay. And it's still rock at best. I don't know. Uh, their first you're, two- you're drawing like some vague lines. Like like I I'm a fan of this band. I feel you like they weren't. So eat my dick. <laughs> Why can't he of course he's a fan of this band. He's a new fan, but he's a fan. Okay. You can't I mean, call him a fan. This album, listen to first and last and always. I don't know. What do you what are there listen. a certain amount of sixteenth notes you have to play to be a metal band? Like what what are you talking about, Give? I, I think uh, simple. Uh this is a lot faster. There's a lot if, more of a rock. Imagine they had like a a, a video that was, you know, I don't know, not not spectacular in some necessarily weird genre. Like if that was on Headbangers Ball, do you think we would have appreciated one of those songs? I think we would have. I think a vision thing had been a, a video that was Yeah, I think so. I, I see your point because I mean we, we, we did the big F and we yeah. compared them to them. I mean if you're yeah. gonna call the big F metal. They have a metal attitude. Yeah there's a like. there's a there's a metal it's, it's driving, there's a, a groove. Yeah. It's not it's not poppy it's, at yeah, all. It's not like a it's not Pantera, but it's, it's not glam. No, no, no. Certainly. No. no. Well let's go let's go back to the ghost comparison. Yeah. I mean if, if they like? sound a lot like ghost. At least okay, if this album sounds a lot like Go or Ghost sounds a lot like this album. Yeah. Then I, I think we Yeah, I think not? I mean not there are metal elements. A weird video and some ridiculous shit going on in there. I think we would have liked this, right? Does that make sense? Like, I, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely it's not close metal, enough. But it's got, we liked Tool it's got, when they came out, and that's yeah. not a like sober was yeah, not a metal song. Yeah. But you're no and Closer on a metal band, but they're right. You know, there's a bunch so of stuff. Like I that. think uh, the world yeah. screwed us over by not turning us onto them sooner. What was the show after? Was it 120 yeah. minutes? Matt, I blame Matt Pinfield. Yeah, yeah. He didn't play this. Yeah. Hey guys, we're here. We're going to talk about Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> How about you? You guys played a little of the earlier stuff. Play a little of Nine Well Nine. Ah, this sounds a lot more like something my wife would listen to. Yes. It's very 80s. This. That's snare. Oh, my God. Is that them? It's doo-doo. Yeah. I know. And it's passing slowly. 
Okay, that is what Sisters of Mercy is supposed to sound what like. What do you mean they're supposed? If they have three albums, how can yes. you really say what they're supposed to sound like? Okay, well, that's because yeah. the first two of the that, three that was, sound like that. That was that, that was nineteen eighty-five. Okay, by the way, so they were progressing and getting better. So uh, I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Hello, Joe Bond is here. Hola, and Keith is here. Hello. This episode, oh, we are focusing on an Irish band. What Irish band is metal? It's not you too. And are they even really that metal? <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah. Well, let's see. So this is uh, Chinatown by Thin Lizzy. We're going to talk about tonight. Thin Lizzy, baby. Thin Lizzy, baby. <laughs> let's play a little of the title track. I think it's a good one to go with. Yeah. Some Thin Lizzy for you. <laughs> <laughs> W C C C. WNBC. Never the dying in Chinatown. Yes, they're never the dying down in old Chinatown. In Chinatown, you better look around. Then you don't stand a chance if you go down in Chinatown. All right, so Thin Lizzy is Phil Lynott on uh, bass guitar, keyboards, and vocals. Scott Gorham on guitars and vocals. Snowy White on guitars. That was Snowy White. (laughs) And uh, Brian Downey on drums. It's produced by, this album was produced by Kit Wolven. Who? (laughs) Exactly. Kit. We're, we're going to talk about that. I have no idea who talk about Kit this. Wolven. We're yeah. going to talk about this Why? production. Uh, we're oh, the production? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Joe, you are the, the main fan of this band. Of love this. I love Thin Lizzy. Maybe. So why don't you, uh, why don't you get us started? Now, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm used to Eric saying stuff, and I riff off of that. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. Why do you like Thin Lizzy so much? <laughs> they sound good. So, Joe, do you have any Irish in you? And would you like some? <laughs> yeah. Thin Lizzy, baby. Explain it to him. I'm never getting started. I will, uh, I'll be up front. This, it was not an album. I had, I maybe had heard it once before it was... They, oh, 1980. Let's let's get an album out because um, it's it's probably. I hate to say it. I think it might be their stinkiest album. Hmm. No, I well, if this is their worst album, then I need I to think maybe more Thunder Thin Lightning, <laughs> their last album, that might have been worse. It's close. Um, this song, but that being said, there's it's still a good album. I still love the album. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue. Right away, and it's so frustrating. Is there's no balls to the production? It's the yeah. wimpiest sounding rock album you'll ever hear. And it, it's if you, I think every one of their other albums, if you listen to, there's just more punch to it. I did, I did, I had to almost max out my volume in my car to like get this to the same level as. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, the they need to remaster this clearly. Yeah. Well, I, I actually <laughs> bought the reissue. Uh, CD, but I did not get it in time for this review. Gotcha. Oh. It is um, 
I guess it's being shipped right now. I had to get it on eBay. But um, I think the songwriting is still pretty strong on this album. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's just a good fucking rock album. This band is so hard to define. Like they're not quite metal. But they're not quite hard rock. They're kind of like they're like right in between, and they always have been. They have their own sound. Uh, I don't know if so, I agree with that, but you don't think so? I mean, I definitely think they're a hard rock band. I mean, there's, I, I mean, think they're harder. Than I'd hard say rock. I, I'm, this is one. I, I guess you're right in that I never really, besides the boys are back in town, you know, yeah. over and over and over yeah. again. You know, I haven't really listened to a whole lot of this band. Now, of course, I'm, I, you know. Yeah, I'm interested you, you watch, what you guys think. You watch enough. You watch enough VH1 or, or anything like that. That's going to highlight, you know, the the era of this band. You know, everyone talks about Phil and just his effect on his so band. much. This yes, is, but but I mean, you know, as a as a rock icon, you know, Phil actually, I think was maybe even, you know, as big as this band in total. Um, I don't think this band has ever gotten what it. Yeah. It's, it, it, what they deserve. Yeah, I, I agree band. with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I, 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 I didn't dig. I'd deep say this is like another Deep Purple, like a, a band that you know Deep Purple gets oh. credit a lot, but this yeah. band, I think they're know. even below that in the in the hierarchy. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the fact they that they the influence singers like Deep Purple, but what's that? Eric? They influence one of our favorite bands collectively. I mean, yeah, and is. Well, right off the bat, too. you hear the first riff on this album, you're like, holy shit, that's Maiden. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, and, and Metallica. And Metallica, too. And Metallica, yeah. of course. Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, but um, yeah. yeah, Maiden, the the solo, the, the guitar uh, harmonies uh, yes. throughout Thin Lizzy's career when they had, well, after they got two guitar players, just, I mean, that's total Maiden. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first riff, here, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean... And don't tell me that uh, 311 doesn't like this shit, too. Oh, exactly. Because they even have a song called Hey You on this album. I know. I thought about that, too. <laughs> this is actually... That song is really good. It might be my favorite on the album, actually. One yeah. of them. I think Genocide it might be my favorite. Genocide, I think, is my favorite. Having a what good is- time is mine. Oh really? That was Go like ahead. Queen Mach Two. That's that is a hard rock song. I'd say like the the only real metal song on this entire album is Killer on the Loose, uh, and I'd say having a good time is flat out eighties rock and roll. Oh, but yeah. If I you just told feel, me that was a Queen cover song, I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, I, I <laughs> totally like oh, because the fact, they do have the song "Having a Good Time." So. I, well, but it sounds so similar. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. I thought I, it reminded me of Huey Lewis in the news. Really? I, I mean, that works too. It's it's that 80s sort of, you know, happy. And I will say that <laughs> Huey Lewis. Followed up news. by genocide. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Having a good time with genocide. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a weird placement now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's, there's a Wait. spot in, in Having a Good Time I Have to Play. That I laugh at every single time. When he's talking about the drummer? 340? Yes. Brian, 340. Hit that drum. Yes. Oh, I missed it. Hold on. Let's play that one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Hit me that drum, Brian. Hit me as hard as you can. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way I like it. Do it again. Do it again. Let's do it again. Uh, Having a good time. Right here. Oh, yes. I like this. <laughs> Having a good time. 
I think yes, was, I like this. I think he was high as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he was, <laughs> was having a good time. I, I don't know. I, I felt that that was kind of like gave it a live atmosphere to oh, a, yeah. you know a, a so good. you know a, a, a studio song. So I, I enjoyed that. I need, to, I need to pull that. Good. I, I thought that. I was going to have to defend that song on here. <clears throat> you guys. No, 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 no. no, no. All right, cool. <laughs> I didn't. There was no song on this album that I disliked. I think no, when, I mean, when, when you when you bring your own a band that you like more than it or know better than everyone else, there's this like sure. Yeah. Know, are they going to like this? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. No, that was great. I would say this this had to grow on me when I first threw this in. Yeah. I was bored. Uh, oh, this, really? this this easily drowned into the background. It's just definitely a band you need to listen to what they're doing in order to kind of get into it more. And, uh, you know, as you stated, Joe, this might be their worst album, did you say? Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's either this or I think Thunder and Lightning. Yeah. Probably. This was definitely on the downtrend as uh, Phil descended into the uh, life of a heroin addict. Yeah. Um, What's funny about that is I know, Joe, you mentioned that we should go back and listen to their previous album, which mm-hmm. I did. And I'll listen to it again, but I... Upon first listen, I like this one better. Really? I like uh, Chinatown. Oh, wow. Better. But you know what? A part of that might be, we've always talked about on this podcast about your introduction to a band and how oh, that yeah, yeah. sticks with you. And oh, so you my... started on the perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. it's the first full Thin Lizzy album I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever listened to any full Thin Lizzy album. I've heard, of course, you know, Jailbreak and Boys Are Back in Town, of course, but um, the album what, many, the many songs, times right? the songs, not the albums, the songs. Yeah, I mean, we we covered Boys Are Back in Town. Jailbreak is one of their best albums, and I need to go back and listen to that. I mean, there's yeah. other album. I I need to really dig into their their catalog because I just don't know their stuff at all. Did, so. did you guys have the Boys Are Back in Town in your head after hearing this album, even though that song isn't on this album? <laughs> No, I had having a good time. Uh, I, yeah. I, I've been trying Outside to avoid. That. That's the one thing. Like I, that's this band. You know, as a bassist, this is one of those bands that you know the bassist is the main guy, the songwriter. You know, all that, and it's one of those bands that I knew I always was supposed to be listening to and a big fan of, and I just never <laughs> got around to it. So, yeah. yeah, thanks, Joe, for bringing this up. Makes me feel better that I'm you know jamming to it, but. uh yeah, I, I, I try to avoid you know boys and back in, which is a good song. It, but once again, it's like you know, um, it's overplayed. Foxy Lady, you know, it's like God damn yeah, it, right. stop playing yeah. the fucking song. You know, <laughs> right? If you see Thane Lizzie in a jukebox, the two songs are going to be uh, Boys Are Back jailbreak in Town and, and Jailbreak. Yeah, yeah. Right? and on Oz- Ozzy's Boneyard as well. Yeah, those are the songs they play. Actually, uh, Florentine was playing Chinatown the other day, and I was like, Oh Fuck well, yes, Florentine knows nice. what he wants. He knows, he knows. Yeah, he, he knows. About this. Well, what he I knows. liked about this album was it 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 covers all sorts of genres. Like there there is some hard rock in there, but the song Sugar Blues, I mean, that's ZZ Top. That's mm-hmm. like straight up ZZ Top. That's what I thought anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but then there's you know like uh, Genocide is pretty heavy. Um, oh, it's such, such a fun good song. Yeah. And that Did one, I, like Keith was saying, it kind of grows Did on I you. Is like a, your kind of ballady, broken, broken heart guy song. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's he's also kind of admitting he's the fuck up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, There's strings in that song. Too. Killer on the loose. I, that was their, I guess, the hit off this album, right? Was it? I don't know. Uh, Sweetheart's catchy as fuck. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is a great album. Those are cool. Yeah, <laughs> Sweetheart, when I read, you know, I uh, forget where I got it, but uh, the purpose or, you know, kind of intention of that song is said to be Jesus Christ saying it to humanity. Oh. Which is. Well, 
Phil Lynott was, was um, he was he was he remained religious throughout his he was um, you know raised very religious and oh an Irishman was Catholic <laughs> <laughs> but he remained a believer throughout his life even as he said he didn't do heroin addiction yeah yeah so um, yeah uh, you know it, even as I say like this is probably their weakest album. It, I love the album. Yeah. I'm uh, looking at the song list right now. I'm like, I don't dislike anything on here. I I wasn't blown away by this, but I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. This, I, this, I agree. This, this is definitely not a must own. And it, it, this is definitely, as an introduction for me, this makes me want to listen to the rest of everything else. So, yeah, exactly. I think, I think, yeah. The, that's a good way to put it. What else you find? And and the album that came out after this, Renegade, I, I think is better than this as well. What did you think, Tim? This is the Renegade? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was better. Yeah. I agree. Man, I got to go listen to Renegade now, too. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm guessing a lot of people that are listening to us have not heard. Yeah, we should play Maybe some. Chinatown or Killer on the Loose. It's, but time out. No, time out. It's funny you mentioned that because, uh, you know, for some of these, you know, you know, for this for our show, I listen to a lot of this oh, stuff on YouTube, yeah. uh, and I don't know. We're supposed to do some f- Irish whiskey. Oh, ah, there you go. But one way or another, uh, you know, when you search for, you know, you hop on YouTube, you search for Thin Lizzy, Chinatown, full album, it comes up and it starts playing everything. And normally, like the 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 image you see is just like a picture of the fucking band. For this band, for this album, the one I grabbed. For Sugar Blues is just nonstop of, you know, the intro to porn clips. <laughs> just what? Like, you know, just before they take any of the clothes off, it's just they're just about to. And it's like, what the nice. fuck is this? And of course, the entire comment section was hilarious because everyone's just like, uh, <laughs> guys, you know, I love this song, but. Fuck you! And was like, you know, another guy commented, though, just like uh, there isn't a single woman in this little clip that even knows who this band is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, well, yeah, we should play a little bit of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if yeah, you yeah. could play like some chunks of a bunch of the songs, I think because um, they, it, like you said, it's not hard rock or metal or blues yeah. throughout. It's it's a it's a good mix of stuff, which is kind of they kind of have that throughout all their albums too yeah they're 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 pretty uh they have their own sound but they they don't fear venturing out to do different different type of things well let's uh, play a little sugar blues since we were just talking about that and we got tim we got to talk about brian downey here right yeah pretty good (laughs) a bit yeah and and I'm talking over the music here a little bit. Um, okay. There's something about Phil Lynott when he's. If you listen to like any of their live stuff, none none of the vocals are the same from one show to the next. Like, oh really? Which is incredibly, I think, is impressive for a bass player who's locked mm-hmm. into the rhythm, because he'll just sing the timing wherever he kind of feels like. It's really? it's not like he it's not like he changes the song, but uh, 
he he'll just kind of talk over some parts, sing some parts <laughs> a little differently. Like he's got two rhythms going on. Like it's his voice and then and, you know the the bass, which um, like I I don't know how you fucking do that, right? Like right, <laughs> you know, you kind of have to get into a groove. It feels like, but he's able to just kind of he kind of puts his vocals where he feels like it at the time. So it, it there's kind of like a a folk type of uh, lyric mm-hmm. to the way he he. Uh, does his his voice yeah. and, and his and his singing? Um, make sure we we gotta we gotta play genocide, right? Yeah, I'll play a little bit of that. Okay, gotta I fucking love this song. <laughs> There are people round here like to sleep at night. There are people round here that go slow. There are people round here that don't take kindly to the killing of a buffalo. It's so Lars right there. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I thought if there's a song on this album I'd cover, I'd like to cover it would be this one for sure. It's got such a good heavy riff. It's great. But yeah, that may be my favorite on the album. That and the first song, We Will Be Strong. Yeah. I think that this is the chorus it's of that song. It's very anthemic. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I didn't play that yet, so we could play a little bit of that too. Um, especially the chorus. We will be strong. got that Danzig yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) and hey you like living in a hell (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna sound weird but I got a little bit of and just the hooky chorus type things little ghost in there like Hmm. you know I can I can hear really Tobias Forge was influenced a little bit by those the songwriting of this band I would and that's ghost kind of doesn't fit in in kind no, of they the don't. same way this band doesn't fit in. Right, they don't. Yeah. But there's those hooky, like the chord progressions in the chorus. I could totally hear some of, some of Ghost in there for sure. Yeah, I thought Hey You was the best song on the album. And I yeah. I liked how at about two minutes, 20 seconds in, they turned into Merciful Fate. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's go. <laughs> 2.20? Yeah. Oh, wait, I have a note on this one too. I'll, let's hear the 220 part first and then I'll start it over because I want to ask you guys what that sounds like at the beginning I think you should know but oh yeah <laughs> that is muscle thing curse of the pharaohs oh shit oh, wow <laughs> that riff is so quintessential uh Tim Lizzie I didn't even recognize it yeah how did you guys catch the motor the motor <laughs> fate riff it's your, it's your fault <laughs> right. That's crazy. Oh, we're gonna talk about Brian Downey, right? Yeah, but we got to talk about the guitarist too, right? Snowy White. <laughs> well, Snow. This is his first. Um, the, Gary Moore had left the band. This is his first. Uh, uh, Snowy White's first album with them. But uh, one thing that is. We'll, we'll come to we'll, so we'll start with the guitars because I want to know what Eric you think of the uh, soloing on this album. No, oh, it's really good. I mean, like, again, I, like yeah. not just the soloing, but the the guitar harmonies. Right, so good, 
so good. But yeah, the solos in like even the solo. I know he he kind of introduces the guitar player. I think it's having a good time, right? He's like, "Here's Snowy White," <laughs> like a radio show or something. <laughs> and then at the end, he goes, "That was Snowy White." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, really, really good guitar playing. Um, I, I don't, I can, I can see how they influence a lot of um, the metal bands we listen to, and that's like if there are metal elements of the album, I would think the guitar soloing is is uh probably the most metal of, of the yeah because i because like the backbeat and the the riffs are more probably blues based if anything mm-hmm. but um throughout thin lizzie's catalog like and you should celebrate the whole catalog <laughs> <laughs> as if it's michael bolton but yes yeah you um snowy white is in that catalog the, so, the <laughs> solos are always like just there, I don't want to say what what is it they say about Brian May with his solos? They, they he revolutionized them because they were like um, I don't know written or or like you know st- style. What, what is what's the term they used to use for his uh, or not harmonized but um, um, orchestrated or something? Like was he like one of the first guys that would really plan out a solo in rock? Mm-hmm. Probably. It seems like that's accurate. But I feel like Thin Lizzy had been doing it all along, too, with their solos. They're just, they're very Iron Maiden-like in how perfectly they fit in with the song. It doesn't feel like they're just improvising. Like, you you listen to their live stuff, and they're playing the same solos Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, So I, I think their guitar players, they get underrated as well. With the whole band, it's it's kind of weird how this yeah. band is not. It was never as big as it. I think they should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I wanted to. I don't know if you paid attention to that specifically, Eric, or or. No, I I need to listen to the album more. I only listened to it maybe two or three times, um, and I was really just trying to take in all the songs and yeah, and kind of take notes on on the songs themselves, not so much the guitar solos. So well, you remember there was a, I don't remember which band we were talking about or who we were talking about, but it's probably Ozzy and Randy Rhodes. How, yeah. um, like I, I generally focus on the rhythm section mm-hmm. in the band. And, and when I, when there's bands that the solos really stand out to me, um, like it's impressive. Like, like I, I appreciate that. And thin Lizzy is through all their albums. It's been like that. Like, yeah. Like, like they're just to just sound right, you know. Like they they get it, and and I, yeah. I, I actually pay attention to them. So I'd be interested to yeah. I'll do talk about one. when we talk about them again. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can just pay attention to that and, mm-hmm. and see what you think. I also want to know what you, what Tim thinks of the drumming on this album. Yeah, I thought it was. It's kind of similar to Bill Ward, where it's like. That's what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It was just enough. It wasn't over the top, but he does do some flashy stuff here and there. Um, the the Tom sounds super weird. <laughs> they have that yeah, weird. The, well, yeah, the production is not. <laughs> yeah, it's that weird. Well, like, compare, but he's the he's their drummer, so like he's yeah. through he's throughout their career. So I'm I think you and you've listened to like their catalog, right? Yeah, I just I played them for like a, a week straight. I just played all of the everything on yeah. Spotify. I just played it. So so yeah, I just. I, I think he's 
think he's fucking great. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. This is, yeah, he's, this is he's, just he's, such a tight band. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all really talented. I mean, yeah. and, and the bass lines, too, you can, you know. To, oh, yeah, to, he, he knocks those out without even, like, if right. you watch him play, he's not even paying attention to the bass. He's just hitting the notes. And yeah. It sounds good. But there's some great, great bass lines on the album, too. And um, they're hard to hear on this album because of the stupid production. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about the song Hey You. I wanted to start it and see if you guys know what it sounds like. Yeah, it's uh, police. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is it uh is it walking on the moon? It is. Yeah. Very good. Oh, bang. Wow. That's crazy. That's another really good bass player. I think it's the same exact notes too, which is wild. Just different order, right? Which yeah, one yeah. which one came out first? Same year. Oh, I wasn't no shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I looked that up. <laughs> Jeez. So it's coincidence or? I think it's coincidence. I, or I don't know. Maybe they're in the same studio. That album came out that year? The I think police? so, yeah. No yeah, shit. I, so. I, didn't know they were that, I didn't know they were around back then. I'll double I mean, check, but. I didn't know they were putting out albums back then. Um, yeah, I think they were um, Walking on the Moon. Oh, 1979. So it was a year earlier. No shit. Rip-off artists. Yeah. <laughs> they never wrote a song. No. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Do you want to play some of the chorus of Hey You? Just Yeah, I'll play the chorus and I'll play the, the last part. play my favorite part of the song. Living in this jungle It's like living in a hell Stumble Stumble It's like dancing but you know, yeah. times 10. <laughs> These guys always remind me of being in a garage working on a car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? All right. Yes. Because whenever you're working on a car, someone's playing classic rock, no matter what. <laughs> Every time. Mario Speedwagon. Always. And <laughs> invariably, Thin Lizzy comes on, even though it's going to be one of two songs. Still, yeah. <laughs> it, it still reminds me of that. <laughs> I don't think we played any of having a good No, we played a little bit of having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the one part there, besides, of course, what you did at three forty, but the guitar riff on <laughs> at one thirty of that, I All just right. thought was just. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is good. Is that keyboards or guitar? Yeah, what is going on there? I don't know. Snowy playing. Snowy. <laughs> I think that was keyboards. 
Love my shore. This is a good example of it. Yeah. Good, clean, perfect soil. It's hilarious. I didn't had no intention of having that be what you played, but it turns out I was hoping. I was because he said right before he's like, "Come on, Snowy, play it." And then that was Snowy White. Let's just cover a little didn't I? Because I think that's a creative. Let's slow things down a bit. Clever song. And I told but this is. I think everything was the album has a song like this. When you walked out the door that I would not love. But it picks up, it picks up yeah. a little bit. I cannot This part, I love this part. Yeah. There's that Lars drumming too. That's a good yeah, song. if you ever you ever wonder where Lars got that idea to hit the tom almost like a snare. Mm-hmm. Look no further. Brian. Where, yeah, this is where he got Hit it. me with a drum, Brian! <laughs> <laughs> Hit him as hard as you can! Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I fucking love this band. Thanks thanks for bringing them up, guys. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Explore some more. You're, you're going to like this band a lot. Yeah. Oh, yes, I like this. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Yeah, Black cool. Rose is their best, I think. Best album or song or album? Album. I think. Jailbreak's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I've got some uh I've got some digging into Black Rose is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, excellent. You know. And we we discovered there was uh they had a lyric that Hetfield stole right up. Right. It was on a different that, album, but Yeah, different album. Different album, but which one was that again? That was uh, honesty is my only excuse. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Dan Lizzie, right. baby. <laughs> well, cool. Um, well, until next time, we'll see everybody. Bye, 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 bye. Energy, energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. We say things to people that mean something. I mean. In our own little way. Ricky, quick. Will you try to sing my <laughs> The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. <laughs>